Hello, and welcome to Expert Insights with RAND Europe, a brief conversation between our analysts who will be discussing our latest research and looking more in depth at some of the pressing policy issues of the day. In this session, we will be discussing a recent study providing insight into how Norway's NATO allies view its strategic opportunities and challenges in the High North region. This study was a collaboration between the RAND Corporation and RAND Europe, its European affiliate. Study author Ruth Harris, Research Director for the Defence Security and Infrastructure Group at RAND Europe, is joined by co-authors Stephen Flanagan, a senior political scientist, and Jean Germanovich, an international defence researcher from the RAND Corporation. RAND Europe is a non-profit, non-partisan research organisation that helps to improve policymaking through research and analysis. Ruth, would you kick us off by telling us why the Norwegian MOD commissioned this study? This was a really fascinating study. As a member of NATO, Norway supports efforts to enhance deterrence and regional security in the North Atlantic and High North. To help ensure effective delivery of these tasks and inform its own ongoing strategy and policy development, it needed insight from its NATO allies' perspectives on strategic opportunities and challenges in the region. What's interesting is this work fed into Norway's long-term plan. Norway's an interesting country when it comes to addressing issues at the strategic level. It supports and enjoys public discourse, which for Norway is really important. That goes to the culture and ethos of the Norwegian people. This study helped support that, and it came out with some really interesting findings, which I know the Norwegians have taken forward and put open into public discourse already. Thank you, Ruth. I wanted to offer some perspectives on how we approach the study. We first consulted with the officials at the Ministry of Defense in, in Oslo and with some experts in Norway to assess how they viewed their strategic challenges and priorities going forward as they began to consider their next long-term defense plan. We then reached out and consulted with a number of experts and officials in several countries that were of most interest to our Norwegian sponsors, Denmark, France, Germany, the UK, the US, and NATO as an institution to gather their perspectives on how they saw both Norway's challenges and how Norway was responding to them. This analysis fed into a summary of the findings alongside five strategic options for the Ministry of Defense to consider going forward. Yes, uh, Steve. And to do this, we broke down our study into three overarching research questions that we wanted to answer. First, what are the perspectives of key NATO allies on the strategic issues facing Norwegian and allied deterrence and defense in the high north region? Secondly, How do different NATO allies or institutions think differently about the challenges and opportunities facing the alliance on its northern flank? And thirdly, how might Norway and NATO address these issues in ongoing development of defense strategy, policy, and plans in the coming years? Thanks, Jean. What I thought was interesting is To break down a little bit what the Allied perspectives on on NATO in the High North are, they were really interesting and useful findings. Basically, the Allied threat assessment of the High North considered the most significant threat to be a kind of horizontal escalation of crisis or a conflict that might be triggered in another region and then escalate and end up touching out to Norway. 
Allied officials highlight that the strategic importance of the High North to Russia's bastion defence as the potential trigger for horizontal escalation. Interestingly, environmental and geopolitical developments provide another internal and regional driver for potential conflict. And I know we have other studies going on to consider environmental issues in the High North, though allies, to be honest, primarily focus on what remains an external threat. The Norwegians and allied officials consulted share a really common threat assessment regarding Russian capabilities and intent in the High North. Improved Russian capabilities mean that Norwegian and NATO strategy must plan for future, for possible future operations in a highly contested environment. It really is quite a challenge. And while recognising the need to consider the strategic implications of a rising China, Allied perceptions of the urgency and scale of this challenge differ. Really, Norway and the Allies consulted also recognise that evolving challenges posed by terrorism and non-state actors, for example, with NATO really seen as having a supporting role to primary national responses, which is perhaps not surprising. Another thing to mention, really, is that Norway and the key allies also share a similar assessment of pressing the challenges to deterrence and defence on NATO's northern and eastern flanks. There are varying levels to look at this. Allies stress that the importance of a 360 perspective on NATO security, with a role for Norway on the southern flank and beyond that. And there's broad convergence as well between consulted allies on the priorities for NATO strategy in the high north. Key allies in Norway also share similar perspectives on the key missions for NATO in the region. So there was a lot of agreement, but there were changes in the subtlety and weighting of how different allies saw things. Steve, what do you think of that? Well, Ruth, yes, there was a broad convergence we found in turning to allied perspectives was that the key allies that we consulted see Norway as forming an indispensable pillar in both NATO in the north, uh, and in turn, uh, Norway benefits from its integration and cooperation with NATO. Allies certainly see uh, Norway as punching well above its weight due to its high-end capabilities and the ability of its society to become fully engaged in what they call their total defense strategy of what is uh, their approach to overall national resilience. But despite these perceived strengths, we found that Norway does face some pressing challenges, including the need to manage changing political partnerships, as well as to enhance the readiness and resilience of Norwegian forces to deter aggression. But this total defense concept is one that is uh, well ahead of many other allies in the way it looks at bolstering the overall society's capacity to support the government in any kind of wider conflict. You know, I wanted to pick up on something Ruth said, which was Russia's fairly rapid military modernization over the last couple of years. Partly as a result of this, some of Norway's closest allies are developing operational concepts that have important implications for how the Norwegian armed forces might prepare for a future notional conflict. And perhaps the foremost example of this that we ran into was the F-35 fighter aircraft, which Norway is acquiring in collaboration with some of its closest allies. And in addition to the F-35's traditional air power role, it offers some potentially game-changing capabilities as a surveillance platform that can provide critical information to other aircraft as well as ground and sea forces. 
Realizing the potential of this aircraft for multinational operations will require close collaboration with the other F-35 bearing allies, most prominently the UK and the US, as well as some additional investments beyond the aircraft itself, such as the development and production of new data links that can allow these aircraft to share information in a timely and secure manner with forces in the air, on land, and at sea. This example illustrates that because Norway has invested in a range of high-end capabilities, particularly in the air and maritime domains, it now has options to enhance collaboration and potentially provide additional deterrent and, if needed, warfighting value. Yes, thanks, Gene. So this led to our presentation of five strategic options to the Norwegians for their consideration and informing their de internal deliberations on their long-term defense plan, which is still under discussion by Parliament. This would be a four-year plan going forward from next year. What I found the most important recommendation that we had, or we, we really build it as, as options for their consideration, was Norway's need to enhance its ability to receive support and operate alongside large-scale allied land, air, and naval forces. With its huge coastline and relatively small armed forces, it is important for Norway to continue to test as it had in, uh, in the 2018 Trident Juncture exercise where NATO allies came and postulated a response to an aggression against Norway and in the general area of Norway that to demonstrate what the requirements were of receiving this large set of forces, air, maritime, and ground that would be necessary to provide an effective defense against Norway should it come under attack. It's probably worth having a think about where we go from here, because research is really valuable, but it needs to mean something, I think, in terms of the longer term and how Norway would use this. What this report has sparked, because it's been in the public domain for a little while now, is interest from other countries for similar reports that maybe give a different flavour of what allies think about their policies and ideas in the North. And I know we're looking at other implications, such as the effect China's activity and interest up in the high North. And the US is looking at other areas as well as, as other countries within Europe. It's fascinating to think that the high North, an area that really not many people live, could become an area of increasing strategic importance. And I think we can't really overemphasize the environmental implications of this area. What will it mean in terms of access, in terms of mineral rights, and in terms of how we look at the globe as our opinion and our actions towards the high north change? I'm really grateful that we're able to do this study. It gave us at RAND, both in Europe and in, in the US, a really interesting insight into allies' thoughts and perspectives. And the Norwegians were really open and a pleasure to work with. You know, it's interesting that since the time of the study, developments in the high north continue and unfold. We saw in the last couple of months um, some very interesting deployments to the Norwegian and Barents Sea by UK, US, and Norwegian naval forces and subsequent Russian statements and reactions. So I think this is definitely an area of the world to watch one that really matters for NATO and one that is recognized as such within the alliance. So we're excited to continue our research in support of this agenda on both sides of the Atlantic. Thank you for listening to Expert Insights with RAND Europe. 
The study discussed today was enhancing deterrence and defense on NATO's northern flank, allied perspectives on strategic options for Norway. The study was commissioned by the Norwegian Ministry of Defense. For a full list of authors and more information about this research, please visit our website at www.randeurope.org.